Okay, so if we do more than one of these, we'll come up with a name for the podcast. We're uh, on our way home from the uh, Bigfoot Triathlon in Geneva, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Uh, this is Fuzzy. In the car with me is Sean. Hello. And Erica. Hi. Uh, so we're going to review the race. Uh, I suppose we should start uh, pre-race. We were talking about uh, reviewing like packet pickup. Right. And uh, so uh, how would you rate packet pickup, Sean? Um, I was annoyed that the night before the race it closed at 6. However, for a race that's in Wisconsin, having Chicago pick up earlier in the week was awesome. Yeah. That uh, we didn't, you know, we didn't have to build our entire weekend around getting to Lake Geneva in time. We were actually capable of uh, picking it up in Chicago. Yeah. And then they made you couldn't pick up our packets. No. But that is not Ram. This was a Ram racing. Uh, triathlon. We've done Rams before, right? Yeah, and they usually let you pick up other people's things, but so I guess that's USAT rules. Yes, triathlon a, rules. They're supposed to check ID. They go, oh, we did check my ID. Yeah, they check, yes. checked our ID too. So. At a true USAT thing, I think they're also supposed to check your uh, USAT number and for its uh, activity, its current in. Well, are you an are you a USAT member? As are you. No, no, no. But, well, we, we're we not yearly Oh, do you members. get one-day pass? We get one-day passes. Oh, I am an annual member. Oh, yes. how much is it? 40 bucks, 35 40? Oh, okay. So that's probably actually worth it. I was thinking it was more, and then it wouldn't be worth it for a, for the amount of triathlons I do. I do it just to give them give them the money as opposed to whoever's doing the one-day thing. Well, there you go. That's very nice. Um, and the, the giveaway, the goodie bag... Well, Ram always wins on the goodie bag, right? Yeah, Ram always has really good... I mean, they kind of pride themselves on it. You know, yeah. they, they brag about it, I think, a little bit. I wear that they, Bucktown sh- jacket everywhere. Yeah, they 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 don't just do T-shirts. They all they always try to... Or they, they do T-shirts, but they also do jackets and vests and messenger bags were some of the leader, less successful uh, things I got have gotten. But yeah, that Bucktown jacket... Uh, really good water bottles too. Water bottles. Yeah. I wear that uh, hot chocolate sweatshirt once in a while. Uh, so the goodie bag this time was actually a bag. It was a uh, triathlon. I think gear bag. Yeah. Other than it being they call the triathlon bag, I don't know that it's like it's just a bag with a lot of compartments, but it's perfect for that whole transition area bag thing. Right. It yeah. perfectly fit a wetsuit and two pairs of shoes and all oh, the gear man. and there were lots of pockets on the side so you could put all your different things for different the different sections I like it yeah it's yeah. a pre- it's a premium giveaway yeah so that was that was definitely I signed up for some here you go I'll give you it's commercial sound like it's on bite I sign up for Ryan Races sometimes even if I can't show up just to get the goodie bag item yeah they tend to be pretty good uh, I don't think I ran last year when they gave away the really nice sweatshirt because that broken ankle. But I still got the, I still got my sweatshirt. Um, so this was a, a triathlon. Uh, there was a sprint distance and an Olympic distance. Uh, we all did the sprint distance. Um, so uh, how'd you guys like it? 
pre-race talk was uh, was subpar. But it was helpful in the fact that we knew what the water temperature was, and therefore we all decided to not wear our wetsuits. There were a lot of people today that were all wearing their wet wetsuits that I'm sure would have chosen not to had they known the temperature of the water. Yes. But because of the pre-race talk and the fact that we were down there the day before and could walk down and touch the water ourselves, we opted to not, and that was great. Yeah, so my rating of subpar on that is because you had to ask what the water temperature was. It wasn't part of the thing. And we just happened to be there when it was starting. I didn't even know there were pre-race talks, and I love pre-race talks. Like, now, so I've only done the Chicago Triathlon. And they have ridiculously organized pre-race right. talks. Right, I mean, so there, you know, that's a huge deal, and they certainly do. I mean, they have a big PowerPoint presentation, yeah. and they have maps and charts and, um, and everything. So I guess I have no idea whether... Whether Chicago is ridiculously over-organized, or whether this was just a little slapdash, because it, it was just a, it was just kind of we were we happened to be grabbing our uh, parking pass. You had to buy a parking pass the day before for five Wisconsin dollars. Five Wisconsin dollars. Though, it, I, as many as with many things, I think it turned out to be Ram Racing seems to tell you a lot of things as absolutes. That turn out to be suggestions. Yes. Um, so, like, it, it was, you have to buy your pass the day before. And then it was, well, we're doing that to save time. So you could actually show up and buy it. Same thing with packet pickup, though. I, I almost don't want to say it, but, you know, they say, oh, you have to pick it up here. But we saw people picking up packets an hour and a half before the race. Yeah. But it's that whole, I guess, make a rule as you hope everybody abides by. And if you want to, you can make it better later. But yeah, they, I've like, I mean, yes, it's an Ironman, but when I did that, like the pre-race talk was an hour and a half of in-depth information. You know, I, you know, the the hard right turn. I would like a little more information about the bike route, like maybe being told it wasn't a closed road. That's, oh yeah, that should have been pre-race talk information. Yeah, definitely. I was going to talk about that later when we talked about yeah. it. But we there was de- there was a moment of surprise when. There had been roads that were blocked off, and fully blocked off. Fully blocked off. That we were the only uh, the the bike traffic was the only thing on the roads, and then it shifted to that our lane was blocked off, but traffic was oncoming in the other lane. But that was okay. And then just with no warning, no, there were just cars uh, in the bike. It wasn't consistent, and there was never any communication of it. But that's so that's even just telling you that in the pre-race thing would have been good, and then saying when the pre-race thing was going to be like, hey, here's a schedule of pre-race talks. It's every half hour, every hour. What like it obviously started at five because that's when we were happen to be there. But that was that was boo on the pre-race. Yeah. And us having to ask what the water temperature is going to be. And we oh, and we were only there because we were picking up that parking pass. We you know this was this race is in Wisconsin. And we're, we live in Chicago, so we drove up the night before to spend the night in a hotel, but uh, I'm, I'm guessing there were some people who just got up at 2 in the morning and drove up or Probably. whatever. Probably. Yeah. They also could have conveyed some information that right at the start of the race, they were trying to get people to do, like, hey, competitors, don't stand over there. Please go over there. That woman in the megaphone, bless her, no one could hear her, and no one cared, really, at that point. Right. So the race itself. So uh, we swam in beautiful Geneva Lake, 
Beautiful Lake Geneva. Uh, the town is named Lake Geneva. The lake is named Geneva Lake. Okay. <laughs> and well, and it's Bigfoot Beach. And it's Bigfoot Beach, uh, named after uh, by Bigfoot. the fr- yeah after a no after an Indian chief whose name was uh, in his native tongue Bigfoot. And but, who was he named after? Bigfoot. Okay. Uh, it was very warm. Uh, as Erica mentioned, it was 73, 70, right? 73 degrees, uh, so we all opted not to wear wetsuits. Uh, that was the first time that I have swum open water without a wetsuit. I mean, like, serious swimming, not just splashing around or anything. Uh, the uh, One thing I don't like about the, the swim was great. It was well-organized, an easy out. They did one thing I don't like with swim routes and triathlons is we basically went... 15 yards in and everybody takes a hard right that creates an immediate bottleneck and an immediate everybody's running into each other and the end was kind of like that too everybody's coming in and then everyone has to take a left it's just bad congestion organization don't like that I'm not sure what they could do though since well you do what you, like Chicago does where it start you start in the water and you're all going the same direction yeah but that's a harbor so you kind of have to start in the water because you can't run in I don't know. I don't know. I loved the swim. It was my favorite part. Uh, it was beautiful and felt good, and that's my strength. So uh, I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of seaweed. A lot of seaweed. Some seaweed. Which later I found in my tri suit. So that was a nice surprise. Like how much later? Like when I got home to shower. <laughs> <laughs> I was a sea creature mermaid woman. But the ladies in my group were really encouraging. Um, when we rounded the buoy, somebody was like, all right, ladies, home stretch. And then I had a moment where the wave behind me uh, was catching up. The super fasties were catching up. And uh, so I gulped a big, I choked on some water. And somebody else asked if I was okay. And I thought that that was really amazing. Wow, really? Yeah. So it was, it was very supportive, my group. In the 30 to 34 women's division. I like that it wasn't a mile from the uh, lake to the transition. It's, a, it's you know, it's a quarter mile of running on asphalt, which isn't fun, but, like, Chicago Tri is forever to the transition area. Yeah, and this was a nice, I mean, again, Chicago's my, my baseline, is that there are about a thousand people out there today, so transition was not too crowded, um, nice laid out, nicely laid out. Um, and then we got out on our bikes and we did 12 miles in rolling Wisconsin countryside. It was a lot re- of hills. A lot of hills. And right when you started it, it was a lot of hills. And then the whole way through, there were a lot of hills. But it was beautiful and we saw horses. And I saw sheep and a bunny as well. I saw animals. I didn't, the, the hills, I, I'm not good at. Obviously, we train in Chicago, so we train on flat. Uh, Louisville was worse with hills. And I think I mentioned this earlier when we were discussing it, that the hills suited me because they were... They, the course was set up to have kind of steep moments of hills and then long declines, which benefit how I ride. So I didn't, I didn't really mind it as much. I would prefer a complete flat course, but I don't think it's even possible in Wisconsin. Yeah. I should note, Fuzzy even complained in Chicago when the... The hills are only Lakeshore Drive rolling up and down as the overpasses go, so... Well, yeah, I mean... 
hills are all right. I know how to use my gears, but you know, if it's if it could be completely flat, that's nice too. <laughs> Uh, it was beautiful though, and it was nice, like riding through farmlands and seeing barns, and it smelled really good. And uh, I was being zoomed past by the Olympic distance people, but whenever there was somebody in the sprint, we like again friendliness where people would like check in and chat and uh, comment about what was happening, mostly about the hills or about how beautiful it is. I just realized there were no water stops on the bike. No, it's only 12 miles, and the Olympic... Maybe there was on the Olympic, because that went further no, up. The, no, they did, they did warn us in that talk that we happened to catch that there would not be any water stops on the bike. 12 miles, I mean, you're going to be able to carry one or two bottles, which should be plenty for anybody, but I just realized that. That's odd. Is, is there in Chicago? I don't remember a water stop. Is there at the very end uh, a place you could stop and get water? I don't remember that. Is, up at the very t- no, I guess you're right. I don't remember the. Big- Is it up at the very top when you turn around? Yeah, I mean, there's like an aid. There's like a first aid station up there, but I don't. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe there isn't. So, yeah. The run um, was my favorite part. I I love it. Was, it's through trails, through Bigfoot Beach State Park thingy. That is be, be, big. You made me Bigfoot Beach State Park. Yes. Yes. I like the run because it was trail run or cut grass trail run, uh, which was gorgeous. Some hills, but uh, rolling for the most part. I really liked the run. It was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Some, a lot of shady parts, a lot of sunny parts. There was a big hole right when he sorted it that I didn't see and I stepped right into. But I loved the run also. And then we were talking about that there was... A, there's nothing the organizers could do about this with the placement of the run, but it what there were some guys who were like really encouraging, like right after three miles, and they were like a quarter mile left, quarter mile left, and then right after them was a hill, and uh, so yeah, and was, one of the two water stops is is at a quarter mile to go, and I get that the Olympic had to do laps, but then it's still even on their second lap, it's still on a quarter mile to go. You could probably get a better use out of that water stop. If you were doing, if you were doing uh, the sprint, I mean, obviously everything was one lap, but the Olympic ju- did a farther swim, uh, didn't have to do laps, and did a different bike route, so they didn't have to do laps. But then uh, for the run, they just had to run, run around twice. I think this race benefited a lot from Ram's general level of organization, but then also only having like a thousand people, didn't they say? Yeah, yeah, it was about like they they Ram learned their lesson at that bad hot chocolate a few years ago when it was a mess. Um, so I think they've put in all of their like normal procedures, even for races only a thousand people, because it was super smooth and like even though it looked like there were fifty parking spots, it wasn't really a problem getting in and out. And you could print out your times from oh. a special machine right after you finished. And so we just walked over there, and the guy punched in our numbers. We didn't have to tell him because he saw it on our bibs. And then there was a printer that printed out our name yeah. and all of our transition times and swim times and everything and that we could tear off and take with us. And that was pretty great. That was awesome. Uh, also, uh, a, a plus for them, uh, a lot of races now, it is the cool thing to do to have a free beer at the end. Um, I end up throwing most of those beers away. Uh, the Comiskey one, and I don't remember where else we got them, but... Um, a lot of them 
Uh, this had Magic Hat as compared to Miller Lite or whatever. I guess it's Michelin always a... Ultra. Michelin Ultra, right. I guess yeah, it's always yeah. a sponsorship thing for the most part, but Magic Hat. Big thumbs up over, over uh, Miller Lite. Yeah, that, was a, that was a very good beer. That was a very good two beers, actually. I think I had two. I had, I had one, th- and it was amazing. Yeah, I had three. The third... I don't recommend having three beers right after a triathlon. Two was fun. Three was, three was a mistake, just for having all that liquid in my belly. And then... Oh, you were going to say? I was just going to say, yeah, I loved it. It was a great experience. Well, and this was your first... Like, you're going to call it your first for real triathlon, my right? My first for real triathlon, yes. So, congratulations. Thank you. We're all very proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, and then, Wisconsin. Uh, so, we kind of... we kind of, I mean, Wisconsin affords some opportunities uh, that a race in Chicago does not. Uh, we stopped at the Mars Cheese Castle and filled up on Wisconsin beer. Uh, filled up... Filled up by buying, not by drinking more of it. Uh, and we went to Culver's and had Butterburgers. And we went outlet shopping. I mean, that's... Uh, yeah, Lake Geneva's kind of a sleepy town. And they got rid of their arcade. Boo, Lake Geneva. Oh, yeah, we did We did stay overnight in Lake Geneva. And, uh, yeah, the, I think we, we walked the entire town in um, about ten minutes. Uh, and ate at Popeyes, which is all right barbecue. We're gonna say all right. All right. Uh, not not the fried chicken chain, but uh, but evidently somehow a different restaurant also named Popeyes. But uh, and the comfort yeah. suites was very accommodating for the triathletes that were staying there. Yeah, they were real nice. Uh, they let us do a late checkout so we could come back after the race and uh, take a shower. Uh, they looked for a banana for Sean last night, uh, like in the mid- late at night. Looked in their breakfast nook uh, s- supplies, uh, did not find one. But uh, so we had to go to Walmart because that, that's what you have to do. All right. Well, what do we give this race? Uh, how many shoelaces up? Or uh, <laughs> yes, how shoelaces. Many, how many kilometers out of? How many K's out of five K's, or I don't know? What's our system? Uh, we can develop a system. I, it's a good. It was a really good race. The, I mean, my my biggest complaint is the pre-race talk, which I'm barely going to listen to anyway. But I think that's my biggest. So, complaint. so that's your complaint is let's so let's be realistic there. If it was an hour and a half talk, you would be fidgeting and not paying attention. You want them to be organized, but you wouldn't actually pay attention to it. Well, if they had a PowerPoint, they would have, wouldn't have been just sitting in the grass in the in the area in the park. I might have been more inclined to think they were taking it seriously as opposed to the the woman going, "Oh, let me do a pre-race talk for the eight of you that happened to mingle over here." They didn't take it seriously, so how could I? And then the the op- the roads, the cars not telling us cars were going to hit us. Otherwise, it was a really good triathlon. Yeah. I wonder if South Shore is bigger. Yeah, we're going to do the Ram Racing uh, Triathlon, uh, South Shore Triathlon, uh, South Shore Triathlon, that's hard to say, uh, in Chicago in about a month. Um, So also a sprint distance down on the south side, and we'll see how that goes. Probably a few more people since it's in Chicago. I think. I've a lot of people do that just on the lead up to Chicago triathlon. 
What do you think, Erica? Uh, I give it 4.5 Ks out of 5 Ks. <laughs> well, I give it uh, I give it three shoelaces up. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it uh, a, a hundred and thirty uh, Ks out of hundred and forty. I I will give it one really good beer up. <laughs> All right. All right, this is the podcast that has yet to be named. Uh, We'll see if we ever do another one.